Hi, my name's Matt, and this is a podcast about life after the coronavirus vaccine. Welcome to episode 71. As we roll into December, before we know it, Christmas will be with us. And then, just like that, a whole new year will begin. 2023 is just around the corner. So before it arrives, before all the presents and the mince pies, I want to take a moment to look back on the year that has been 2022. I feel like it's maybe a very British thing to shy away from taking pride in your own achievements. Certainly there's this part of me that feels very hesitant to do it. And even more hesitant to do it out loud and in front of others. There's always this fear that perhaps the achievements I'm proud of won't mean anything to others or that Somehow if I share them, people will discover, hidden within them, something about me that feels fraudulent or disappointing. Or there's this repeat anxiety that gets me over and over. That if I tell other people, then at some point that achievement will somehow come undone or fall apart and I'll have the embarrassment of telling people that they were wrong to be happy for me. Saying it out loud, it sounds ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But I've no doubt anyone who faces up to a bit of imposter syndrome or anxiety will relate. Well, I'm pushing back on this playful mind and its tricks. And so should you. Let's call out the things we're proud of, starting with looking back over the past year. Because if you've listened to this podcast a while, you'll know it's no secret that this year didn't start out so well for me. I was, technical definition here, a mess. Total wreck. I was having a major depressive episode, massive anxiety issues, pretty much a breakdown. But I found I picked myself up. And I got picked up by a great network of friends, family, co-workers and professionals, and I came through it. I learned a lot in that process. It hurt a lot. And it also made me wiser and kinder and stronger. And so the first achievement I'm celebrating is getting therapy, asking for help, Talking therapy and CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy, they were so good for me and I'm so very grateful that I had that professional support when I needed it. The second thing I'm proud of and that has really pulled me through this year are books. I have loved reading this year. It's been about Retraining my focus ever since listening to the audiobook of Stolen Focus by Johan Hari, I've been trying to read more fiction. That's slowed down a little bit in the past few months, 
as life has become more busy again. But over the course of this year, I have read over 70 books. I thought I would use that experience to give a few gift guide recommendations. The first is Bourneville by Jonathan Coe. This book was so wholesome and sweet, with real tenderness and nostalgia. Buy it for someone special in your life this Christmas. The second, Paul Takes the Form of a Mortal Girl by Andrea Lawler. This would be a great book for the queer in your life, or frankly for anyone who might appreciate a beautiful and strange exploration of gender and sexuality. The next, Dreamland by Rosa Rankin-Gee. This dystopian story set in post-climate change Britain is powerful and provocative and easy to read. I'd recommend it for pretty much anyone. The next, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. This is for the retro video game geek in your life or for anyone who grew up in the 80s and 90s and wants to relive that era with a beautiful and tender story that will make them nostalgic for the games of their past. A couple of my favourite books this year I would struggle to give as gift suggestions unless your gift tags contain trigger warnings. But Young Mungo by Douglas Stewart... Boy Parts by Eliza Clark and The Arena of the Unwell by Leon Koneman were so good I can't not mention them. The next thing I'm really proud of this year is this podcast, that I have kept it going. It's never been about the numbers, but as Spotify Wrapped came out this week, I was so blown away by the really positive stats that came up. I'm so grateful for anyone who has listened on Spotify or Apple Music or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Thank you for joining me on this silly little thing we call life after vaccination. I'm also really proud of the things I've done at work this year. £100,000 for youth-led music projects across the whole southwest coast, setting up a whole brand new music studio. And just this afternoon, I've had young people coming in and making and releasing music, some of them as young as 10 years old. It's been so good to see years of hard work making an impact. And of course, my own creative endeavours in music. I'm so proud of myself for finishing an album. One song has come out already, Something in the Water, and if you have listened to that or shared that, then I'm so grateful. Another song comes out just next week, Friday the 9th of December. The track is called It's Just a Vibe, and it's dedicated to some of those feelings that you just can't describe with words other than just saying, hun, it's just a vibe. That track comes, including 
a remix, a remix that was commissioned by Glowed Up, who are the set designers for the Mighty Hoopla Festival. And it was so much fun to make and I enjoyed listening to it so much. I thought I'd put it as a B-side to that single. So on Friday, the 9th of December and onward, you can listen to that track on Apple Music, Spotify or wherever you get your music. Another thing I'm really proud of for this year is running. I've enjoyed running so much this year. That's included trail runs, maverick races. It's included helping me to see more of Devon and the southwest coast and enjoying that holiday this year even more. Along with doing weights at home, this is the longest I've kept up any kind of fitness in any kind of consistency. And I'm so grateful for being able to find that and just keep it going for the benefits I feel in my body and the benefits for my mental health. I'm so grateful for that consistency. Finally, something that I'm not exactly proud of, but that I really wasn't expecting to say if you'd spoken to me in January. But I've not eaten meat in over six months. This started as a way to honour my feelings after I'd explored this idea of listening to and allowing my feelings to be as part of the therapeutic process. And as part of that, I stopped eating meat. And I've just kept it going. I've got no idea if it will stick, but I have to say, I quite like it so far. So let me close this episode by asking you, what are you proud of this year? What have you achieved by the end of the year that the person you were at the beginning of the year would be surprised by? Let me encourage you, take a moment and look how far you've come. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you've enjoyed it, you can follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. You can find the podcast on social media at Life After Vax, V-A-X, on Twitter and Instagram. And if you'd like to reach out for a more meaningful connection, you can drop me an email. Hi at lifeaftervax.com. Until next time.